I think if you SEO can happen pretty quickly. People think it takes six months, but if you have a page and people are searching for it and there's low competition, you're going to be found. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the B2B SaaS podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Varma. And today we have Adam Stone with us. Adam is the founder and CEO of a company called Start Adam. Hey, Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. So Adam, that's an interesting company name here, right? So what does your product do and buy customers for your money? Well, it stands for automated data, automated management, <laughs> for the record, which happened to be the perfect name. So I'll happily change my name. It's no problem. <laughs> uh, what we do is we communicate, sorry, we, we consolidate communication tools together fundamentally, right? So we connect Slack, Microsoft Teams, WhatsApp, Telegram, Discord, text message. And then we can do interesting things um, with with the chat in that context. We can start to be, bring products into the conversation like SaaS tools that you use, CRM tools. Um, so each party can contextually use the tools that they need in the context of the conversation that you're having with the other person. So after this call, you know, you could uh, we could chat together from your WhatsApp to my Slack account, for example, using what we call uh, an A-link. So I have a.link slash Adam Stone if anyone wants to connect with me afterwards. Um, but yeah, we're mainly focused on sales, customer success type type experiences. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And can you talk a bit about this, right? So, I mean, it looks like a horizontal platform that you, that potentially anybody in the world can use it, right? So what's what's the thought process here? Like, why just stick to, like, who are you focusing on today? Is it just customers? Yeah, so we actually get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of inbound traffic, actually, because we have search terms like connect uh, WhatsApp to Telegram, for example. And so we get a lot of inbound uh, and a lot of those are B2C, right? And we ignore them, but there are some B2B ones in there. So we're a freemium model. Mm-hmm. In our outbound, we choose to focus on the sales and customer success experience because we found that adds the most that we are able to add the most value to those teams, um, because it helps you maintain a better relationship with your customers or your prospects or your leads, and then stay in touch with them for the life cycle of your journey. And then it helps the entire team because the transcript of the conversation, let's say with a salesperson to a lead between WhatsApp and their Slack account. Um, that synchronizes to the company's CRM. So all of a sudden, even though a salesperson's using WhatsApp to communicate, the communications still end up in the company's own CRM. Got it, right? And uh, I want to understand your customer base today, right? So like how many paying customers do you have on your platform as of today? Yeah, so I'm probably not going to talk about how many and how much and stuff, but... So just give, um, give, me, give me a sense of, you know, how people are using your product, right? Who are these people, yeah. right? So how many you have maybe on an overall user account, whatever that is, right? That you're comfortable with. Yeah, of course. So we we launched our product about three or four months ago now. Yeah. Um, and in that time, we've had more than 3,000 customers, sorry, 3,000 users uh, sign up uh, on a freemium model. So that could give you an idea. Got so we it. get up to 20 or 30 signups a day now. All right, so like my next question, right? Where you're getting all of these people from? Like, how did you sort of, you know, get three thousand people signed up to your product, right? So, what's been working for you? Where are they discovering you? I have a background in SEO, so I think that's been very helpful for us. We also have a product in a space that other people just don't really have compelling products, so it's you know we found a niche, I would say. Um, the other thing is we have some innate virality in the product. Like, if I'm talking to you. Then I brought you onto yeah. the product, mm-hmm. and then maybe one out of five, one out of ten of people like you will end up using the product yourselves yeah. or themselves, uh, and so on. So we do have innate, I would call it like a two to one viral coefficient at least. Okay. You can also create cross-platform groups, right? So 
if someone wanted to create a group with 500 people and make it a broadcast, like if you want to stay in touch with your um, podcast network, you could have um, a link for your podcast um, that people can join that creates a cross-platform group. So people can join from WhatsApp, Telegram, Slack, text message, whatever they like, mm-hmm. and you can broadcast messages out, right? But the good thing for us is if you do that, and that's a paid feature, so we get paid for that, mm-hmm. um, you actually bring on a hundred or maybe a thousand people onto the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Got it. So can you just try to quantify this, right? So, I mean, uh, because it's interesting in the sense that, okay, you've got this SEO background, right? But how have you been able to sort of, you know, get all such customers in just such a short, like, short amount of time? Have you been working on lead generation for a while now? Because it takes time, right? To get ranked for all of these terms. So like, what's Well, been- I think if you, SEO can happen pretty quickly. People think it takes six months, but if you have a page and people are searching for it and there's low competition, you're going to be found for that search term. And can you uh, quantify this, right? So when have you been putting in, you know, efforts to sort of write this SEO content and what sort of content are we talking about here? Not necessarily content as you might think about it. It's more just having a page available on the site. Mm-hmm. So you need to have the foundations for SEO. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Like Google can't just know what you do, right? Just like a user can't come to your site and know what you do. So I think about Google and uh, users in the same vein, actually. What's good for the users is good for us. Right. So, like, quantify this. Right? So, you got, like, around 3,000 users, right? Can you just approximately let me, like, how many of them discovered through one of this organic, you know, SEO search, right? Can you just put a number there? Oh, uh, 90% of them. Okay. So, now my question goes, right? So, all I'm understanding is, right, okay, a couple months back, you you came up with this bunch of landing pages that users are search, searching for, and now, like, you, you've, like, you've seen... 3000 users in what like three months like that that just looks too too amazing right so like yeah what, like what what's what's the secret sauce here right so what's been working here was this just you know what's your keyword strategy or can you just talk about that yeah i mean so we're fortunate because we've got a lot of different combinations of keywords right connect slack to my hubspot account you know that would be one of them connect whatsapp to telegram would be another one right and then there's the more business oriented ones like you could imagine connect slack to microsoft teams would be a valuable one that one actually i don't think is our highest volume and that probably is a little more competition but really the competition is nonsense because nobody's doing what we're doing so um it's a difficult problem that we've had to solve it took us about a year of development where it should have taken three months um yeah so i think it's a combination of good seo strategy and having a product in a niche that is sort of not really looked at. And I think that's the idea of SaaS, right? You yeah. want to have a software in a space where you have a niche. And I think SEO is a really good way of validating that. So essentially connect X to Y. That's that's the keyword that you've been focusing with X and Y being your variables. And then you've got a whole bunch of, you know, iterations. And then you've just mm-hmm. built landing pages for all of those, right? And that's driving almost all of your traffic today. Yeah, you could say that. That's that's wonderful, right? So, and like, what's the plan going forward? Right? And just t- tell me, right? Have you managed to convert any of these, you know, free users to paid users? Is there a good conversion rate there? Yeah, while well, we've been on the call, someone signed up. Okay. So, <laughs> can you quantify? Are, are you comfortable with that? Uh, can I? Sorry, say that again. For for every hundred users signing up, right? So, how many of them are actually ending up on your paying paid plan today? Yeah, I'm probably not going to talk too much about that. I'd say it's on the earlier stages, right? So it's not, um happening on a basis that I could even quantify that question, mm-hmm. right? Um, because most of the users, we only rolled out billing about a week or two weeks ago. Okay. 
Um, we were doing outbound, right? And we allowed people to sign up and we were testing things. Like we actually effed up um, quite a bit, which I'm happy to talk about. Um, we killed our growth for a month by trying to charge all of our free users. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's only been like a week or two since we've actually had billing baked into the product. And what else have you been trying apart from, you know, SEO? So, and obviously apart from the virality part that, that's embedded in your product, like, is there anything that you've been, you talked about outbound, right? So yeah, I think there? it's it's funny because like you look at the scalable channels and then you look at the unscalable channels and sometimes they perform the same as each other, mm-hmm. right? So in our example, I would say uh, SEO is the scalable channel. Uh, which performs really well from a freemium base. But then uh, LinkedIn, for example, mm-hmm. press articles, these things that I would call somewhat unscalable, those have led to like an equal or, or if not higher amount of revenue that's been brought in uh, than the actual you know SEO that's bringing in thousands of users. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to be doing both things at the same time. Like you can work on scalable things, but then... You need to do things that don't scale as well. Um, engaging with your audience, building an audience, all that stuff. Got it. So Adam, just, you know, go back like, like six, 12 months before, right? So how did it all start, right? So where did you get the idea for this product? And, you know, how have you started, you know, building the brand and, the, you know, whole thing here, right? So just walk us through that journey. Yeah, it was kind of a fun journey. Um, so we started building about eight, uh, eight years ago. Uh, under under Speedlancer, which was my old freelancing marketplace platform. That was the first verticalized freelancing marketplace. Nobody else was doing freelancing marketplaces at the time other than Upwork and Fiverr, right? And then there was us. Mm -hmm. So we got a bit of a name name for ourselves. We had a couple of thousand customers um, paying. (laughs) Um, uh, But, you know, during COVID, like everything sort of shifted. And 700 marketplaces popped up. Everything became really competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were kind of at a high and I knew it was going to be a high for Speedlancer. So I let it actually taper down mm-hmm. to basically zero. Um, but during that time, we were focusing on the SaaS. And so what we did was we took the software that we had spent years building for Speedlancer, which would connect freelancers with companies mm-hmm. uh, via their communication tools. Um, it was actually especially built for Slack to Slack before Slack had their own Slack Connect product. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, we were the first Slack bot that actually did anything in 2015, mm-hmm. um, which is, I guess, our claim to fame. But that it became Start Adam, which actually started as a project management tool, and then we focused on on the sales piece. Got it. And that's how it started. Right? And like, so what was what was the goal on day one? Right? Was it always about you know just using SEO and you know? virality or do, what else are you planning going forward here right? no so it was terrifying i um spoke to a couple of investors i told them we weren't really raising we didn't even have a product yet mm-hmm. um i sort of wanted their thoughts we ended up closing around accidentally pre-product and everything mm-hmm. uh, i think we had you know we have a really good team my cto is a uh ex ai professor of 35 years so mm-hmm. um got an amazing team but and how big of a team are we talking about today uh, right now, it's about six of us. Six of us, okay. Yeah, so we're pretty lean, but lean and mean. But um, we we came, we we at that time, before we had a product, I mean, we didn't have a product, right? So we definitely didn't have a go-to-market strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember telling someone at like a party, like what I'm, what I'm working on, what I'm doing, and they're like, they're asking me, what's your go-to-market strategy? And I'm like, it'll unfold. 
you never know what you don't know what channels are going to work yeah right so you just have to try things and all of a sudden seo was taking off with speedlancer seo did not take off and i thought it would take off mm -hmm. right like for fiverr it took off for us it didn't uh for my e-commerce business uh seo was the main um was the main way of us getting traffic so mm -hmm. There's no rhyme or reason about it. I didn't think that we'd get any traction on LinkedIn just by posting. But look, I think people resonate with the concept. People resonate instantly yeah. with the frustration of too many communication tools. And so it's about finding the B2B use case for that and then going for that. So Adam, I can't see a pricing page on your, you know, on your homepage there, right? So like was there is one. Okay. I couldn't I tried from my place, maybe I'll just try it again. Right. So I'm, I I thought like there's this talk to sales being that, you know, main CTA, right? I thought it would be, you know, enterprise deals that you're trying to push from day one. Is that what you're looking at? Uh, we're kind of doing a two-fold strategy, right? We're accepting whatever inbound leads we get, inbound customers we get. And then we have the outbound strategy as well, which is more enterprise focused. Okay. So yeah, what's 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 going to happen in the future, right? So no, what, you, what are you investing your time and efforts going forward, right? So are you going to scale your outbound team or what, what's, what's going to happen just... What channels yeah, are we're hopefully about to hire our first like head of sales to go after enterprise. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, we have a bunch of enterprise leads that we're going after. Um, so I'm hoping those will close and we'll be in a really good position by the time that's done. Um, just closed our next funding round, which is great. Um, and then have you managed to sort of close any enterprise deal so far? I mean, it, is it? Yeah, we have. Zero? Okay, and just yeah. talk about the sales cycle, right? So, how big of a deals are we talking about? Is it a hundred thousand dollar deal? Is it a ten thousand dollar deal? Like, what's that sweet spot look like today? Yeah, right now they're like five figure, um, and I think we've got a few more of those that will probably be five figure deals, um, six figure deals. We've had a few leads that haven't um, haven't closed them or haven't and then, pursued, and like they haven't so just pick like. I just want to understand the motion here, right? So, for majority of these enterprise deals that you're trying to close. Are they inbound? Are they, you know, these outbound leads that you've sort of managed to reach out? A bit of both. You could call them like channel partnerships or inbound, a mix of both of those things. Uh, and then we've had some come, you know, fully inbound through SEO and such. Um, and, and like, what does the sales cycle look like? Because I'm asking you specifically, right? Because this this does look like a novel product, you know, that's that's not, you know, it's not a replacement of anything, right? It's more like something, a newer way of doing things, right? So. I mean, it's not easy to sell something like that, right? There are going to be a lot of, you know, questions, all of it, right? So, like, how does the sales cycle look like? Are are your customers comfortable, you know, accepting, you know, your product? What's happening when you go into those sales conversations? Can you just give us a sense of that? No, I mean, they're pretty positive and fast moving. I mean, we had someone sign up within a day and someone pay us annually up front, you know, for multiple users and then upgrade two months later and pay us annually for those upgrades and pay four times as much as they had been. Um Today, we've got a IT approval process starting for a lead that we spoke to a week ago. So they're pretty quick. I think, uh, I, I don't know if I agree with your assumption that because it's a new product, it takes a while. Like, I think. Um, so, okay, my question is a new product. But, so, in terms of competitive landscape, right? So, are you positioning yourself against any you know existing competitors? Do you have any of those? Uh, I'm definitely not positioning ourselves, ourselves against. Um, competitors right if they come up in a conversation it's like people focus so much on competition but as far as i'm concerned nothing's competition until my customer says it to me mm -hmm. right if they go oh why would i use you instead of so and so and i can't answer the question then that's a, then that's the true competitor mm -hmm. right if someone exists in a in a very fringe market or requires a lot of integration or they haven't 
spoken to the customer that we've spoken to, then there's no competition. Yeah. And I'm certainly not about to tell the customer about any competition. Um, although I'm not aware of any competition that would, uh, that I would need to disclose, but, um, yeah, does that answer the question? Yeah, in a way it does. Right. And can Zapier do all of these that you've mentioned or, you know, are you doing something way more than that? Yeah, no, we, we integrate with Zapier. Um, it really has very little to do with us. Zapier doesn't do cross-platform communication. Okay. Um, we do, right? So you could maybe send a single message from one platform, maybe to another platform, but still you need to onboard the other user, right? Mm -hmm. So if I want to talk to you and I'm going to make you give me your API key, uh, I think you're just going to prefer email. So there's a lot of work that goes into uh, making the experience really as magical as it can be. Got it. All right, Adam, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Hope you scale your company to much, much greater heights. No, I appreciate it. Thank you.